Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Not-So-Brief History of Disney World. I'm your host, William Tinsel. If you aren't already, go make sure make sure to go check out the podcast on Instagram at A Not-So-Brief History of WDW. No caps. Again, that's at A Not-So-Brief History of WDW. You'll receive updates regarding new episodes, and I'll put some more insight into our episodes that just came out. So yeah, make sure to go follow on Instagram, like, share, follow, subscribe on any other platform you're listening to. Uh, but without further ado, let's uh, get right into it. You all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky to the Magic Kingdom. Yesterday, Disneyland and the New York World's Fair. Tomorrow project so vast, it has already been called a whole new Disney world. So, not Every ride can be a success at Walt Disney World. And just because it's opening up at Walt Disney World doesn't mean it's bound to be a success. And there are countless examples of this in the past. So today we'll kind of be looking into some of those examples and kind of like the biggest failures at the Disney company as far as ride openings. And I'll be talking about some at Disneyland and Walt Disney World at the same time, just so you know. So it's not purely, strictly Walt Disney World. Um, to start, I what I think is the biggest failure, or I would just say what I think is the biggest failure and definitely is one of the biggest failures, is Superstar Limo. Now, this opened at Disneyland's California Adventure, and it uh, closed in 2002. Now, when this opened, it was... Now, this ride is based around kind of avoiding paparazzi and being chased around a paparazzi, but its opening was very ill-advised considering Princess Diana had recently, you know, uh, passed, so it was not opening in the right light. So this idea of, you know, being chased by the paparazzi and avoiding it wasn't really something that you wanted to incorporate into a Walt Disney World ride, so that was one of the reasons that it had to close down. Another reason is the ride was not good whatsoever. It was, and you can look this up, and I'll post this on the Instagram, the pictures. It was, like, creepy. <laughs> um, they were, like, the the animatronics in it were, like, cheap claymation puppets. It was, like, the weirdest, and it, it, it had some examples of, it was just odd. So you had like different animatronic styles and it seemed like it was combining way too much. So it failed on many reasons. So that's really why it just could never work and never really did work. And that's why I think it's really the worst or the biggest failure. And uh, going into our next one, this one was a failure from the start because I'm talking about rocket rods at Disneyland. So after 
the People Mover closed in Disneyland. It was just a vacant space in the middle of Tomorrowland. So you had this space and you almost thought, why aren't they just building a new ride? Why can't this space be occupied? And you, you were hoping if they were to build something, why can't they just do the people mover again? Why can't they open that up? Or it better be something that's good. Because you can't replace the people mover with something that's just like, you know, doesn't really fit in the area. And that's exactly what they did. So what it was was a sort of race type ride like a race car type ride built on a track meant to carry slow moving vehicles so you had kind of clashing ride systems that did not fit so fit together whatsoever so it was just never never could work it was constantly malfunctioning it was never open for the entire day and that was mostly due to the fact that the track could not accommodate this type of ride and it never never really felt like that was going to succeed because why would you just want to go brief spurt it was almost like it was launching you the entire time you were launched and then you stopped you were launched and then you were stopped so nothing about it made it a good ride it wasn't it wasn't a roller coaster it wasn't a dark ride it was where the people mover was and what that was was to you know bring you on a tour of the area and show you the sights slowly, not fast, where that if you do put something like the rocket rides, you're just seeing the park flash right before you with no real theme. So that one was another huge failure, not a huge failure, but just something that kind of showed that they never really could replace the people mover. And the people mover area still does sit vacant in Tomorrowland at Disneyland, which is slightly odd considering that the the ride yields a 30 minute wait constantly at Walt Disney World so it's not something that people hate or something that people want out it's pretty beloved at Walt Disney World actually and I think people would really be sad to see it go there but that's at Disneyland so that's something else um switching gears and heading over to Walt Disney World one of the biggest failures there was the constant transformations of journey into imagination which was changed and kind of rethemed into journey into your imagination where it kind of it started to kind of lose the original dream finder and figment theme which was what the what made the ride so great losing dream finders like losing you know, Peter Pan from Peter Pan's Flight or the ghost from Haunted Mansion. That's what made the ride good. So if you're going to do that, why even, why bother with that ride? So it went from Journey into Imagination to Journey into Your Imagination and then to what we know now, Journey into Imagination with Figment. And right now, it's just a mess of kitty, dumb jokes in a you know outdated ride system and and effects so it's just something that yields a 10 minute wait it's always a walk-on something that i always skip i've I've rode it like 
two or three times. And, you know, that's about it that I can remember. So, nothing too special. And why... This is another example, like rocket rods. Like, why fix something that's not... you, You shouldn't fix something that's not broken. So, why would you take this beloved ride and change it into something that is now pretty hated... The character of Figment is loved, and the character of the Dreamfinder is missed, so they're just, they're losing you with that ride. And they're kind of wasting the characters in that kind of way. Staying in Walt Disney World on one of our most recent closings of rides in this list. So Journey into Imagination is still operating, and that's the only one that is still operating. Stitch's Great Escape, um, that one was a fail the entire time it was open. It was just awful. No one, I shouldn't say no one, but I didn't want to be on that ride. I didn't want to stay on that ride. That was not something I enjoyed. That's not something I would want to ride again. That was, like, weird and, like, scary, but not in a good way, like, scared like you get on rock and roller coaster there's no adrenaline rush it's like why is this little creepy alien running around and it's like a cursed version of it's uh it's tough to be a bug so just not really not a ride that didn't work for system reasons it it replaced a ride that you know extraterrestrial terrestrial i have trouble with that word (laughs) terrestrial Alien Encounter wasn't a loved ride, so it didn't replace anything that was loved. And what it replaced it with was Stitch. So that wasn't something that was that we really needed. I don't think it really fits with Tomorrowland. Just because it's an alien doesn't mean it needs to go in there. I don't really think Stitch was... If you're going to incorporate it like that, why? You're losing half of the story. Because Stitch isn't, like, that ride just kind of felt like it was just, like, a different experience that didn't really make too much sense. So, it, it was just weird to be on. It was scary to be on. And it was just something that I'm glad to see that has gone. And I don't care if it's a meet and greet. As long as it's not there, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, so, that brings us to our last one on our list. And something where it astonishingly failed twice. And this is the flying saucers at Disneyland. This opened in Disneyland in I believe the 50s or the 60s. It was very early in Tomorrowland. And you know what it was was supposed to be like you were really levitating off the ground and the ride system somewhat worked but was always pretty much broken and failed and never really worked. So that lies vacant until they put in Luigi's Flying Tires when they opened Cars Land at California Adventure. So now you have the same ride system that failed 50 some odd years ago, 60, 70 years ago, and you're going to put it in and you just hope for the best. And this ride failed on an even worse level because people started to get hurt and injured on it because it was almost marketed as bumper cars that were levitating above the ground which never sounds or sounded like it would mix well 
So you were left with, uh, you know, a class action lawsuit waiting to happen. So that ride really never worked, never should, should have been reopened. And I don't see why they wanted to use that again. I don't see why they saw, hey, let's, uh, instead of trying a new ride system, let's go back 50, 60 years ago and use something that didn't work back then. Uh, well, so there, there you have it. That kind of just sums up some of the biggest Disney fails, and it uh, brings us to the uh, end of our episode. What do you think was the biggest Disney fail? Uh, let us know on our Instagram when I post after the episode is posted. Uh, to, to me, I think it's Superstar Limo. Uh, yeah, but... Yeah, so go make sure to check us out on Instagram, follow the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening on. Like, share, subscribe. Definitely make sure to share to get the podcast out there. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, And that brings us to the end. As always, have a zippity-doo-dah day.